What up, people? It's your boy, the host with the most. I do not brag or boast, and I'm coming to you guys live from coast to coast. It's your boy. I'm Chris Don One, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Everybody Hates Chris. Feel free, be sure to hit the subscription button, mash that subscription button, and share this podcast with your friends, family, and followers. Let's get this podcast as well as this episode lit in the podcast algorithm. You heard me. I'm available on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever there's a podcast, I'm there, all right? Just subscribe and enjoy. You will not be disappointed, okay? So, Without further ado, let's get into today's story, story time, story time. This story is titled, Me and My Work, Babe. All right? So check this out. Peep this. So I was working at this convenience store. All right? I was job to job. I needed a job real, real, real bad. All right? So I applied for this gas station, the 7-Eleven gas station. And, uh, you know, the hours were, were cool. The pay was, it was I, but it was a stepping job, all right? It was basically a job where I'm going to work here for now, but I'm going to put my applications in elsewhere, and if those jobs come a-calling, then I'm going to come a-running, all right? I'm not even going to give this job a two-week notice. I'm not even going to give this job a one-week notice. I'm just not going to give them a notice at all, and I'm just going to skedaddle, all right? So, I had no affiliation, no loyalty, no ties to this job. Now, other than the customers, you know, lukewarm with the customers, uh, I think the boss, I think my boss was, you know, had issues with me right out the gate, you know, because when I was applying for the job, it just seems like uh, the boss really didn't want me to uh, work there for some strange reason, all right? Kept looking me down and, you know, talking down to me and stuff like that. But I didn't pay it no mind. I didn't pay it no bother because, look, I needed a job, okay? So I had to just deal with what I, whatever I had to deal with, okay, to get this job. So I put my best foot forward. I stayed positive. I was smiling throughout the whole application process, and I got the job. So um, normally, it would be three of us in the morning. It would be my boss. It would be me. And it will be Morgan. Now, Morgan, she was from college. And uh, she was a college student. And um, basically, Morgan's story was, you know, she was applying. I mean, she was going to college. She was getting, a, you know, she was applying for, uh, to become a lawyer. And, uh, you know, Morgan was cool. I mean, I had no issues with Morgan. She was fun-loving. You know, she'll talk about anything. All right, anything and everything. All right, and you know she didn't. She wasn't stuck on herself. I mean, she looked fine. She was light skinned She had glasses on. She, uh, you know, she was average size. You know, she she looked good. All right, um, but Morgan, you know, she she was telling me, her, you know, her her bio basically, you know, she's bouncing around from house to house. You know, first she was living at the dorm. Something happened at the dorm where she couldn't live over there no more. Then she was back. Then she started living with her roommate, um, you know, out, you know, away from the university. Something happened there. Started, you know, li- you know, living from place to place to place. Okay, so finally, she's at a solid place with her boyfriend, and I can tell you, 
by her describing him, I can just tell you, I can just tell you guys, he's a first, he's a first class grade aid sucker. And this is the reason why I call him a first class grade aid sucker. Morgan stepped all on this guy. All right. And, uh, you know, she would, you know, she would, she would come to work, but Fridays are very questionable. Why Fridays were very questionable at, at our workplace? Because Morgan will be not only unavailable to us, but unavailable to her own boyfriend. Sometimes Morgan will go out and she will take three day weekends uh, consistently. Okay. Morgan was a club, it was a club hopper. Okay. Morgan was a party girl, club hopper. You know, she just likes to have fun. Okay. Girls want to have fun. And, you know, I would hear weird stories about how her and her, her, her boyfriend you know, didn't get along with her lifestyle, you know, even though that they met in the club, but then all of a sudden you want, uh, you want her to just become a house, a homebody, which I didn't get that. You met her from the club. You knew she was a party girl. You knew, you knew that she likes to drink. You knew she club top. Okay. So you still want to be in a relationship with her, but then you want to change her overnight. Okay. Rome wasn't built in a day. Well, anyway, anywho, okay. I can, I can tell, uh, you know, they will have arguments and I can also tell when they're, when they are, you know, talking with themselves, it, they're like on two different frequencies. All right. He's talking about, you know, things around the house, bills need to be paid. You know, he's talking about that. Morgan, on the other hand, is talking about what she's going to do when Friday gets here. So you can already tell these two were on two different vibes. I don't know why they thought that they can go with one another. I think low-key Morgan was kind of finessing him, using him because, you know, he had the place. So she said, well, I might as well make him my boyfriend, finesse him that way. I can, you know, have a roof over my head. You know, everything, all the bills, the utilities, uh, the rent and everything was tied to his name. So, you know, because of, you know, well, Morgan, you know, you know, Morgan, uh, you know, had judgments on her and nobody uh, from a snowball, from, from a snowball throwing distance was going to allow Morgan to, uh, you know, apartment complex, allow her to, uh, uh, live there because she had a questionable track record. All right. But nevertheless, you know, me and Morgan got along, you know, you know, maybe everyone else didn't get along with Morgan, but me and Morgan kind of got along. But at first it was a, a slow burn with me and Morgan because when I got there before Morgan and then Morgan got, Morgan got hired like two months after I got hired. And the first couple of weeks, you know, me and her was slowly trying to get familiar with each other. And um, I had no issues with Morgan. Yeah, Morgan would sometimes come late, you know, like out of all the employees, it was like five of us. And out of all of us, I didn't really have a huge issue with Morgan. Now, management had an issue with Morgan. Uh, my other colleagues had an issue with Morgan. And the problems that people had issues with Morgan was she would come in mad late. Uh, when she takes her breaks and lunches, she will come back late from them and want to go home early. She wants to go home an hour early, sometimes two hours early, which it was cool with me because, you know, it, it didn't bother me none. I mean, her coming in late, it didn't really bother me because I wasn't, 
know, looking for her or wondering if she's going to come in or not. Because I knew she was going to come in eventually. As far as her breaks and lunches and go, I really didn't care if she, she comes back later. See, sometimes, uh, like maybe one or two days out of the week, the management is not there and there's no other additional employees. It's just me and Morgan. And, you know, when she would go on a break or a lunch and be gone for a long period of time, it didn't bother me none anyway, because I'll have the whole store to myself. I can read magazines. I can watch television. Uh, hell, I can, uh, you know, uh, take stuff off the shelf without paying for it. OK, I was, you know, I was like a kid in the candy store. I would walk around the, the gas station, everything. I would even go across the street while I was on uh, on the clock and get something to eat and come right back. All right. There was a KFC across the street and there was a female manager there. And every once in a while, she'll give me something free to eat. OK, uh, you know, that's the way how we play these games. So anyway, anywho. So it didn't bother me about Morgan, um, you know, coming, you know, coming back late from break lunches or just coming in. And when she would go, yo, uh, I want to go home early. I, you know, OK, cool. All right. So that's how me and Morgan started becoming, you know, real friendly towards one another. OK, because, she, you know, she didn't uh, look at me as her superior. She didn't look at me as competition. She just knew that I was just clocking in to just just get a check. I was not taking this job very seriously. You know, my boss was taking it seriously. My other colleagues were taking it seriously. But obviously, the two oddballs that was not taking this job seriously was me and Morgan. So that was something in common that we had. And slowly but surely, she started gaining trust with me, started talking to me. You know, talking about you know, uh, you know, stuff uh, at the workplace. Just you know, and she was the one who hit me up that the boss is gay. I did not know he was gay. All right, but she was hitting me up, going like, "Yeah, he's gay," you know. And then she was telling me, you know, uh, how she knew he was gay. And then she told me one time when he took her home, he just confessed and said that he was gay. All right, uh, my boss, he wasn't no flamboyant gay person. Okay, he was sort of like in the closet type gay. You know, when he's around us, you know, he's, you know, strict and, you know, he just, he's out of his comfort zone. But when he leaves the workplace or when he's around females, his real side show. So Morgan peeped me on that he was gay. All right. So no big deal. I don't care what you are. All right. So, uh, you know, I, I just came to the work. So Morgan was giving me, the backstory on a lot of these people that, you know, she have, you know, you know, ran across through either by them taking her to work. I mean, taking her home or picking her up, things of that nature. So uh, then Morgan wanted me to start uh, picking her up, uh, you know, uh, from or dropping her. At first, we would uh, offer to like if we get off the same time as Morgan, we would just go ahead and take Morgan home because of her boyfriend because her boyfriend would be working these long 10 hour shifts he would be able he would be able to take her to work but she would have to wait an additional two or three hours or maybe even longer because morgan likes to <laughs> morgan likes to go home early and she would uh you know have to wait for him so she says bump that i'm gonna try to get a ride from somebody so she had no problem getting there to work it was the problem of 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 uh you know, taking her home. So I said, no problem. I took her home. We was driving and we, you know, we was, we started talking and chilling and shit. And then, you know, I, 
you know, she found out a lot about me. I found out a lot about her. Uh, you know, she, you know, we, we had a lot of stuff in common. I didn't even realize. But that first time I took her home, we started really bonding. Okay. Then she gave me her number. Uh, she, she told me low key. She gave me a schedule. The time she, I can call her when her a man is not there. And the times I can text him because she was, she told me that he's very paranoid and he's a uh, very uh, possessive. Okay, let's just a uh, controlling. Let's just use the word controlling. All right. So I said cool. And at first we was just, you know, it wasn't no no freak tip stuff. We wasn't talking like that. But it was one night where, uh, you know. We was talking and we was chilling and she was telling me, you know, when she goes to the club, she likes to do this, that, and the third. Then uh, we found out that she likes weed. I like weed. Now, I'm a sociable weed smoker, all right? I don't smoke just to be smoking, okay? I have to be in a certain setting to start smoking, all right? Uh, Morgan, on the other hand, is a chronic weed smoker. She smokes she smokes day and night, night and day. She'll smoke at the church. She'll smoke at the workplace. She just smokes, all right? So she said, yo, you got some bud on you. I said, yeah, I got some bud. You know, I got some bud in the car. And uh, it was one uh, day where me and Morgan was just by ourselves. And she said, you don't mind if I smoke one in the, in the back of the uh, store, in the back room? I said, I don't care. Hell, I might go back there and smoke one with you. Okay, so... Uh, the first time we did it, you know, it's no big deal. I don't mind, you know, you know, smoking. You know, you know, I was, you know, eventually, uh, I was probably going to smoke this bud anyway. So we were smoking back there, and then we started really kicking. All right, we started kicking. When she talking, man, she talking about all this. She started, you know, pouring out everything that's going on in her life, and she was telling me how uh you know her 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 boyfriend is controlling wants her to get a real job and wants her to you know you know be serious about life and i'm you know i'm vaping i mean i'm i'm, I'm getting i'm you know i'm i'm getting some in on me i shouldn't say vape I, I was you know inhaling some in on me and i was just digesting what she was telling me and i you know I wasn't giving her when she was because basically when she was telling me her story, she wanted someone to not only listen to her, but give her advice. And I told her, well, yo, um, low key, um, I don't like giving advice to, you know, to, to, you know, I mean, I know we cool at the workplace, you know, but, you know, I, I don't like giving people advice, particularly about their love lives or their, but if you're unhappy and if he's unhappy, then why are y'all together? All right. So then that's when she broke it down to me. Like she's sort of in love, but she's not really in love with them. And she's basically uh, uh, dating him because of what he can provide for, uh, for her. So I said, low key, you're not really in love with him. You just, uh, in, you just, you know, in love in a convenience type of way because he's a sucker and he's going to let you do whatever you want to do. All right. So I was peeping game to her. She was peeping game to me. Everything's good. All right. So Morgan thought she can play me like her, her, her boyfriend. All right. So it was like, a, uh, like two or three days later, 
she goes like, yo, you still got some more bud? Like, it was one, it was one day where we was uh, alone again, because we was alone like two uh, two days out of the week. And I said, yeah. She said, man, you don't mind if, you know, let's roll one up, just go in the back room, just let's lock the doors roll and roll, roll one up, and let's just kick it. And I'm going like, Morgan, like, yo, I, I'm not like your boyfriend. I'm just not going to just let you take advantage of me. We just smoke. I just buy all this bud and you not putting in. You not kicking in, Morgan. I mean, I love you, but you're not kicking in. You know, this this stuff costs money. All right. Uh, so she said, uh, well, I can uh, I can put in, but I just don't have no money right now. So I said, well, you want to smoke right now, but you ain't got no money right now. All right. Well, you better, you know, I said, well, I said, you know how to, you know how to pay, you know how to pay for this grass. There's two ways of paying for this grass. All right. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, she's going like, oh, oh, I get what you're saying. And I said, yeah, you know exactly what I'm saying. I said, you know, then I said, hey, you, if you got the cash, I'm cool with it. But hell, we can either smash or you can give me or give me some ass or something. So basically, you know, I I I push I just push all my tips to the table, all right? Because I I I was peeping the game and I was you know peeping her. So she was uh, she thought about it a little bit, and then uh, she came to me. She said, "Well, hey, I don't mind you uh, you know eating me out for some uh, for for one for for one." And then I said, "All right, that's that's a starter." So we went, so I locked the uh, doors at the gasoline station, put the clothes sign back there. We started rolling, smoking. She hit it, I hit it. She pulled her pants down, and she just uh, just uh, smoked the rest. And I was tearing that coochie up. I was licking that coochie up and down. All right. Now I know a lot of people are gonna say, "Man, you did all that for some." You know, you, you lick her pussy for some weed. It gets deeper than that, all right? And when I licked her coochie, man, man, that was the first time I, I that was the first time I had a work babe. I had a work babe, okay? She was calling me babe. I was calling her. And from that there on, we were, man, we were, we was like two rabbits, man, at the workplace, all right? So Morgan somehow convinced the manager that me and her can open up the store and he can work later at night because you know he was having issues with the night crew so morgan finessed it to where you know he got the manager to start working late at night because the uh manager was trusting morgan you know because he's gay and all you know and um you know morgan was playing into his weaknesses and playing it to her strengths so you know, she got him to to, to uh, work late at night with the night crew because he was having issues with the night crew. Meaning, me and Morgan would open up the store every day by ourselves. Now, from 4 a.m. to like 8, maybe 9 a.m., it's mad busy. Okay, people want breakfast, people want smokes, lottery tickets, gas. You know, it's just it's just that that it's just that type of uh, vibe. Okay, but there was a slow time, and it was the slow time was from like ten thirty to almost uh, uh, twelve in the afternoon. But then after twelve, it starts picking up. Well, during the slow times, man, me and her would close the store down and we would kick it, man. We would smoke. Sometimes we would drink. 
hell. And I was just getting, I was getting mad head from Morgan. I, I, and man, finally, and you know, and 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 we was getting, we was we was humping, we was kissing and humping on each other. We'll be uh, fucking in the back of the break. I mean, in the break room, in the on in the uh, uh, you know back in the back area. Man, we was fucking everywhere, all over that store. All right, so um, uh, you know, like I said, it was business as usual. No one knew what we were doing. Right, even her boyfriend, he didn't know what, what we was doing. He would drop her off. We would get busy, you know, busy as in work. And then when we have our slow periods, we'll close the store down and we would have the store to ourselves and we would be smoking and everything. Now, I told you I was a sociable smoker, but I knew a guy that I can get weed from. All right. And he started noticing, like, yo, you know, Chris, I mean. Uh, you smoking a lot because now it just seems like you come ask me for a pack every every day and i said yeah you know uh, i didn't you know i didn't i kept i kept my cards close to my chest i didn't want to tell him what was going on with me and morgan hell he didn't even know morgan okay he didn't even know where i fucking worked at but i was keeping that on the secret i mean secret secret i didn't tell nobody morgan didn't either all right so Everything's cool, fine, and dandy, all right? Until our manager uh, came midway through our slow period, and uh, he was uh, uh, coming in. And I could tell, because, you know, we could, we left the door open just in case someone was knocking on the uh, door, you know, because, you, know, you know, some people, they can't read, all right? You see a closed sign, but you're still knocking on the door. So... We up there kicking it and whatnot. And then uh, I, I just heard somebody trying to push up against the door. And then I started hearing keys go into the lock. And I'm going like, oh, shit. So, we, you know, we got our shit. We got ourselves together. I, you know, we, you know, we didn't have our clothes all the way off. But we started pulling up our pants and shit like that. Morgan, I mean, she's she was, she knew this from the tip. She, I didn't have to tell her nothing. She now she got her clothes on. She started spraying, uh, moving, putting everything back in place, and then uh, uh, Morgan pushed me out. She said, "Go through, go out the back, okay, and then come around front, all right, and just tell him that you was, uh, you know, just uh, checking the pumps and stuff, all right." So when uh, so I went out to the back. And I, and, uh, I, and and then I, I took a couple of boxes out of the dumpster and then I made my way back to the front of the store. Now, as I'm making my way back into the store, Morgan came out from the back a room and uh, my manager was saying like, Morgan, what you doing back there? I mean, what's going on back there? And she's saying, oh, I'm just straightening things out and things of that nature. I was cleaning up back there. She said, well, he said, well, where's Chris? Where's Chris? Chris is outside. You didn't see him outside? He said, no, I ain't seen nobody outside. As soon as he said that, I came through the door and um, uh, I had a bunch of boxes and I was setting the boxes down. And he said, what you doing? I said, I'm just cleaning up. I'm just cleaning up uh, the, around the gas pump and stuff like I normally do. I said, what's going on? And I was trying to change the conversation to, to, uh, so we can just get out of this situation. But he 
wanted to stay in this conversation because he wanted to uh, be, he had his detective skills on. He wanted to be a detective trying to figure out what was really going on, all right? But Morgan, you know, she, you know, had answers to his questions and I was trying to move the conversation on to something else, all right? And then he said, and then he said well, why y'all had the door locked? And then I said, the reason why I locked the door, I locked the door behind me is because I didn't want Morgan to be back and be in this gas station by herself while I was out here cleaning up because, you know, it's a slow time. And, you know, you told us about uh, these robberies, people coming in trying to rob the store. And I just didn't want her to be by herself. He said, well, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And uh, immediately he started talking about something else. And we're going like, in the back of my mind, I'm going, shoo. And Morgan's, you know, the same way too. Okay, so... We had to be a little bit more careful because we didn't know when this fool, even though on the schedule, it says he's come, he, he's supposed to come in at four. Sometimes he makes surprise visits. That was the first time that he made a surprise visit. All right. So everything's good, good with me and Morgan because we had an understanding. Okay. We wasn't trying to be in no relationship. We weren't trying to be together. We was just, you know, you know, just doing our thing at the gas station, okay? And it wasn't like we was, uh, you know, popping it off every time. We was, we was having sex every time. But, you know, every other time, you know, we may smoke. Every other time, we may drink or something. And every other time, we may have sex, all right? It, was just, it just wasn't a, a, an everyday thing, all right? So, but I was cool with Morgan. And, you know, uh, and Morgan was definitely cool with me, all right? So we would have these long conversations on the phone, all right? And I knew the relationship was changing some. And the reason, and the relationship between me and Morgan, because it was just all fun, all right? Then Morgan started talking to me about all, you know, her husband's threatening to put her out because, you know, uh, you know she's uh, not making enough and she's not applying herself and, you know, this, that, and she wants to go out and party. Morgan was still going out and partying. And it gotten so bad where she was doing it every day. I mean, every week. Uh, from what she was telling me, her boyfriend would lock her out. All right. So she'll be begging by the door to let him in. Sometimes he'll let her in. Another time she'll just go sleep with her friends. All right. So... She was asking me, she was like, uh, you know, you think that's weird? I mean, you know, I don't be messing around with nobody, you know, other than you, but I don't consider that messing around. I just consider that, you know, it, it's just, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're kicking it. All right. I'm going like, uh, yeah, we're kicking it. You know, if you want to title it, we're kicking it. And you don't think we're messing around. Okay. Believe whatever you want to believe. Okay. So she was telling me, she was like, you know, I'm getting, you know, uh, you know, I'm getting tired of him not letting me have a key, you know, locking me out. Uh, now he's locking me out of the house because I like to go out and party. So she was asking for my advice. Now, remember earlier in this episode, I told you I don't like giving people advice because when I give people advice, shit automatically changes. All right. But I was feeling real sad for Morgan, even though I said I don't have feelings for Morgan. You know, it was more of lust, okay, than friendship or in a relationship, anything like that. But I did broke down and started feeling sorry for her because I kept hearing her stories and stuff. So 
I did the one thing. I broke the one rule that I would never break again with a friend. And I gave her advice. So I said, like, so I told Morgan, I'm like, well, Morgan, um, I'm just going to bring it down to you. Uh, you know, I mean, you're cool with me and all that stuff. But, you know, he does really have a point. I mean, you just can't just party every single weekend. It's okay for you to party every once in a while, but not every single weekend. And to take your life seriously, I mean, other than, you know, you're just on cruise control at college. If you look at your work, your work life, I mean, you come in whenever you want to come in. You leave hour, two hours early and, and things of that nature. Maybe he's talking about that. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, being a little serious in your life. And then she asked me, so you're co-signing to what it, to what he said? I'm going like, no, 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 no. I'm not co-signing to what he's saying. What I am saying is it wouldn't hurt to be a little bit more serious and um, figure out and just figure out your life. I mean, because right now you're just, you know, passive with with your school and you're passive with everything else. I'm like, seriously, Morgan. What, what, I mean, what are you planning to do in the next four to five years? I mean, I just can't see you at this gas station. I'm not going to be at this gas station for the next four or five years. All right. So it's just time to just, you know, take life very, very seriously. So, and I, I said, you asked me and I'm, I just gave you my, I just gave you my opinion about it. All right. So Morgan, you know, was you know we talked a little bit we talked a little bit uh after that and then we hung up and i tried to call morgan the next couple of days and she would never respond i would send her text she would never uh respond and i just thought that was weird you know because we would always you know text and talk uh and then when we was at the workplace she would clock in but she wouldn't make no eye contact with me. It just seemed like she wanted to be distant from me. So I stayed distant from her. And this was going on for a period of three to four uh, weeks. And then one day I just got tired of it. I'm like, well, what's the problem? I mean, why are we not? I mean, you, you're just changing. I mean, you know, at first, you know, you would come in, we would laugh and kick it. And now, you know, it, it seems like you're so distant to me. And I said, I try to call you. You don't, you don't, you don't call back. I try to text you. You don't respond. Like what, what is actually going on? So she would, so she told me that, you know, I started thinking about what you said, Chris, and I ain't gonna lie, Chris, it kind of hurt me. I was kind of offended and it, it kind of hurt me. But then I started thinking about it. And I was, and I, and I was real with myself and I, and I came to the realization is maybe I should be take, take life a little bit more serious. Maybe I should stop being, you know, so passive in college and just, uh, pick a goal and try to, uh, uh, uh you know, reach that goal. And I'm going like, well, there's nothing wrong with that. And she said, and I'm, 
And, uh, I, you know, f- for the past couple of weeks, I haven't been going to no parties. I haven't been going to no parties. been staying at home. Uh, you know, I'm, tr- I'm working on uh, trying to, um, uh, you know, come to work on time. You've been noticing I've been coming in to work uh, a lot uh, uh, on time or, or maybe like seven or eight minutes late. And I'm going like, yeah, I, I noticed that. And uh, she said, well, you know, I, I hope you also noticed that, you know, I ain't been going home early. I said, yeah, I've been noticing that, too. And she was saying like, yeah, so I'm just getting real serious uh, about uh, the next chapter of my life because you're right. I really don't see myself working at this gas station much longer. And I said, yes, same here, same here. So um, from that there on, the whole dynamic changed. She stopped, you know, smoking with me at the workplace and she took her job a whole lot more seriously all right and when she was doing all that the things that i liked doing with morgan i was unable to do them okay we like we'll have smoke sessions in the back of the store we don't have those things no more and since we're not having no smoke sessions i'm not getting no crazy mad head or some some or or, or jump off with morgan uh, Morgan, you know, stopped drinking. She uh, stopped going to the clubs. She really did take uh, her life a little bit more seriously. And I think she actually grew up. So Morgan, you know, we would still talk. She wasn't mad at me. It's just our relationship just changed. It just became a regular relationship. I would still talk to her. I still would communicate with her outside of work. So Morgan put her two weeks notice in and she left the gas station. And when she left the gas station, I was pretty much by myself in the morning. And like I said, I wasn't going to be here much longer. I was just waiting for the, for the job that I really wanted to work at. Finally called me. All right. So three or four months went by, you know, I'm not working with Morgan. And, uh, you know, after that, I left the gas station. I was still be in contact with Morgan, Morgan on social media or texting. Every once in a while in the blue moon, she would call me. And we was just, you know, we just have casual conversation. We, we didn't talk about what she's doing at her job or what I'm doing at my job. So uh, I left the gas station and started uh, the the job that I put the application in, I'm working there. I'm not paying it no mind. I'm working. It's it's different, okay? You know, uh, it's you don't have a lot of freedom at this job, okay? There's too many cameras. You can't smoke. You can't drink. You can't have no extra cur- curricular activities with a female co-worker at this place. So it's you know, a little bit more strict at this workplace. Everything's fine and dandy. I'm working, you know, uh, I'm slowly but surely gaining uh, co-workers, you know, friendly co-workers and things of that nature, but not to the extent of Morgan. So I'm working and lo and behold, after working at my new job for like two months, guess who came walking through the door? It was Morgan Morgan was unrecognizable. 
okay? She had a business uh, outfit on. Her hair was 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 tied uh, was tied up. She looked very professional. Had makeup on. Morgan was. I mean, Morgan grew up. All right, and I'm going. But I can I can still recognize Morgan's face throughout all that uh, makeup and her outfit and everything. I can still tell that that's Morgan. And I'm going like, Morgan, is that you? She said, yeah, what's up, Chris? And she gave me a hug and stuff like that. And we caught up on what she was doing. So come to find out, Morgan uh, went back. She, 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 she was in college. She got her degree in college. And she wanted to become a lawyer. She's going to lawyer. She's going to this lawyer school. Now, as she's going to this lawyer school, she's an intern at this uh uh, law, uh, uh, this, uh, you know, this law building. All right. And, uh, you know, she's making great money. Uh, of course, uh, since, uh, you know, she's applying, you know, trying to go to law school and she also has this job. She don't have time for nothing else. She don't have time to talk or text or be on social media or go to the club every weekend. And she is, uh, you know, taking, you know, life by the horns. And I always knew Morgan had it in her. It's just Morgan was just stuck in neutral because Morgan, you know, wanted to, uh, have a, uh, wanted to, uh, be in a party or wanted to be a party girl. All right. So that's part one. I hate to end it on a cliffhanger there, but guys tell me what you think. Rate, comment, subscribe. I will see you guys on the next episode. Deuces.